people, yes, we are back with episode 4 of Tomboy Tyrant. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Persis. And I am Sharon, the other slimmer half, I guess. <laughs> and you know, uh, I'm back today and you know what I got with me, Sharon? What? I've got a baby bottle. No! <laughs> yes, seriously, I'm hungry for some milk, baby, milk. And I think it's because, you know, I've been reading a lot about the Kate Middleton pregnancy the last few months. Not to sound really... Um, bitchy or anything like that but but uh, you are bitchy Sharon this whole business about this royal baby thing is just going on and on and on it's like as though you know the whole entire world revolves around this bloody baby I know and it just feels like this pregnancy is more than nine months it's <laughs> yeah. taking her 900 years to just give <laughs> just birth to this freaking one baby I mean it's like what's taking so long apparently everyone else is waiting for the baby to come out and Apparently, Kate Middleton and Prince William have met up with a pregnancy guru, a 65-year-old pediatric and obstetric physiotherapist. Boy, you can't even say her designation <laughs> in one mouthful. This is horrible. Just coordinate all down to two words. Pregnancy guru. Yeah, done. <laughs> anyway, they spent a whole lot of money on this pregnancy guru and apparently she said, oh, Prince William will be doing the right stuff on the day. He better be able to catch that damn baby. They tend to get quite slippery, Prince William, if you, if you, you know, figure yeah. that out. <laughs> so you better get some, you know, catching mitts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for me, I have a word of advice for Prince William. Just make sure you bring a basketball hoop and put a little pram under that hoop so that, you know, if you if you miss catching the baby, at least you know, <laughs> they can go through the hoop and right straight, lands right straight to the pram. <laughs> they should televise that on ESPN. Yeah, boy, it's a slam dunk, people. <laughs> this whole royal baby thing shit that's going on on the internet <laughs> and the news and everything I am yeah. so over it okay? me too we've got other things to do better important things to, th- to do and think about and talk about like for example mm-hmm. bad bosses okay it's yeah. something that all of us have actually experienced you want it's 8.15am it's 18 year old Scott <laughs> if you want a promotion you gotta earn it <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you that Harkin tricked me into having a drink at 8 o'clock this morning? Unless your boss isn't sexually harassing you. Let's see if this thing is working. Oh, I can make out our little friend right there. Stop it. Ooh, Shabbat Shalom. Somebody circumcised. You know, yours doesn't sound that bad. We need to trim some of the fat. What do you mean by trim the fat? I want you to fire the fat people. I think for me, it's probably like all my entire lifetime. Has it been really? I mean, I do have bad bosses, but I do have like, you know, one or two like okay bosses and nice bosses. You are lucky. I am, I am, to a certain extent, yeah. I have been born under the bad boss star. What does it look like, person? I think when I was born, I think the uh, stars were just not on my side when it comes to bosses. Most of my bosses have always been, at some point, like, you know, people that just didn't like me. I got fired. I never got promoted. And then, you know, either I was a threat to them or they considered me really rude. It was just something or the other. And so it just just came down to me just thinking that basically I was just having really bad boss luck. You know, I just have no luck with bosses. I just realized that basically I just had to be my own bad boss. (laughs) 
See, I was waiting for you to say something like that. Okay. <laughs> that but that's the problem with, with us being schooled in the in the normal school of thought. When we grew up, when we went to school, right, we were all trained to be employees because that's how the economy works. Notice how all the world's corporations are now being run by school dropouts. <laughs> ah, see? Okay, so basically we should have dropped out of school way ahead of time. Right? I know. We, how stupid were we? We just let the ball and yeah. change. <laughs> so my college degree is just totally waste of my time. Anyway. Exactly. It, it was a waste of time. And the worst thing is you paid for it. Oh my God. Fuck you. That's screwed up. You know those bosses that are so wishy-washy? Wishy-washy, yeah. Those bosses that tell you one thing at one point and then like, you know those wishy-washy bosses that never fight for, for deadlines or decisions and then very here and there? And they never fight for you. They never fight for you. They don't stand behind I you. I totally, I totally hate bosses like that. Like, they never collect the information that, all the information that they need in order to make a choice or a decision. Yeah. I yeah. hate those kind of bosses, man. You know which ones I really do hate? are yeah. the ones that they think or they assume that uh, everybody can do the job. Yeah. Because or... unless you've never gone through the entire process yourself, you've never actually experienced it, you've never seen it, you've never sit through it, you're yeah. gonna all, obviously going to assume that, oh, it's going to be done this way. Because the problem is a lot of the bosses these days, they never work their way out from, from the bottom. The no, bottom. they never. They, they just, exactly. you know, just sprout out and go like, I'm the boss and I don't know shit. Exactly. <laughs> So, you see, if you start your way up from the bottom and you know what happens on the ground level, you have a better idea of how to be a boss and what yeah. goes, you know, what goes on at the bottom part of the whole work process or the workflow because you, you know it because you were there. Yeah, and you know how to better manage people's expectations, people's skills, you know, That's and right. time and resources and stuff. You know how to manage it better. And okay. Yeah. Even if you haven't started from the bottom, right? And yeah. you just sprout it out and go like, you know what? I want to start up a company. I want to be the boss. I'm going to hire people to do stuff yeah. for me and stuff. That's all fine and dandy. But you've got to trust on these people that you're hiring. If you That's don't right. know shit, you cannot yeah. tell people how to do sh their, their work because you're hiring them for a reason. They're supposed to be doing the job. So you need to have that kind of level of trust with your subordinates to help you. Oh, and here's another one. Oh my God. The boss that expects you to read his mind. Like, you know, I thought I told you to do this. I'm like, yeah, you thought in your freaking dreams, man. What are we, psychics? If I had known, I would have signed up for a Zodiac and Psychic class at the Harry Potter School of Wizarding. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I didn't take divination as one of my college courses, okay? I'm sorry. I wasn't accepted into Hogwarts. Apparently, I'm too tall and thin. <laughs> I, 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 mean, could, I couldn't afford to go to Hogwarts because I couldn't afford to buy an owl and a wand. Yeah. And yeah. I couldn't find my way through platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Kept hitting into the fucking platform. That's why you quit and you go like, you know what, screw this. I'm just going to go somewhere else. We actually had some really uh, major, massive stuff going down uh, on TV this week. And that would be... The Emmy nominations! Emmy nominations! Yeah. Emmys, Emmys, Emmys! This set of Emmys is actually different from uh, the daytime Emmys. The daytime Emmys actually happen, I think, a little bit earlier than the... Than the... During daytime, I bet? Uh-huh. During the daytime! Badam tish! Badam tish! 
And absolutely no vampires will be in attendance. Oh, come on. Edward Cullen can just go in too. He'll just be sparkling. I would rather go for the daytime Emmys because I really don't want to see Robert Pattinson sparkling. <laughs> okay, actually, to be honest with you, I'd rather go with the, to the nighttime one. The daytime Emmys are really bad. Those are the talk shows that go up for grabs, like Oprah Winfrey, season 565. I actually thought that daytime Emmys were actually for daytime soap operas, dramas. They are, they are. And that's are they why really? they keep getting the same soap operas that have been going on for the last thousand years. There's no point if someone comes up to you and says, hey, I'm a producer who worked on a daytime show. <laughs> yeah, so are you and the other 5,000 people. <laughs> I think that daytime shows are some of the most depressing shows ever on TV. I was in the US uh, when I was a college student in the US and I remember sometimes my classes would end at like 1 o'clock and there was nothing else to watch on TV except like these daytime soap operas. Oh. Fuck! Now I know why people commit suicide in the daytime. <laughs> Because they can't stand the shows. <laughs> daytime TV is so depressing. Anyone who who had to watch daytime TV would kill themselves. You know, the first time I actually watched a daytime soap drama, right? Yeah. It was uh, Days of Our Lives. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. And I honestly have never seen a daytime soap drama series before. So I tried watching it for like the first two weeks. Because I watch a lot of uh, TV dramas, right? And usually for TV dramas like, for example, Buffy or Charm or whatever, each episode comes out every week. Days of our lives, they have an episode every day. So I'm just yeah. thinking, wow, I'll be like finishing one entire season in like, what, one Ooh. month? That's what I thought, naively. And I realised that one night could just last for like two weeks and then some it doesn't move the story never moves story and I'm thinking what the hell the only thing that moves is the credits have you watched any of the Hindi and the Indian soap operas that have got like 100 like have you seen those soap operas that last for like 200 episodes or 100 episodes and you always wonder why they always have these unnecessary cutaways you know it's just cutaways after cutaways can you imagine if you and I were to actually speak like that on this podcast yeah. one podcast would last for like at least five weeks <laughs> After, after the debacle with Days of Our Lives, I try not to watch daytime soap <laughs> but because my parents actually watch those Hindi ones and I, I kind of caught snippets of it, yeah. it's so tacky. The, the yeah. reaction shots, it's like, they just zoom it in slowly. Arjun, she wants to Yeah, sure. Actually, it's right that you will go to the house with the If you have never watched a Hindi or Indian soap opera, you, you must you have to watch it. Just to see how tacky the whole setup is. Okay, but back to Emmy nominations. This time was uh, this time the nominations were quite surprising, really, weren't they? Oh uh, yeah, I kind of saw it a little bit. A few shows that I've never even heard of, and some that are actually being nominated. The, the thing that really took everyone by surprise, but not really for the viewers of it, was the nominations that were given 
out to the first Netflix uh, series. Yeah, House, House of, of Cards. Cards. Hey, I actually saw that show and uh, I think I'm up to episode, I think, three. <laughs> and um, it's it's interesting. It's quite intriguing. It's fine and all, but I think the twist was when um, Kevin Spacey was talking to the camera. I know, I love the monologues and I was thinking to myself, my God, if working in the White House was so interesting, right? I should have just applied for a job there. I love Kevin Spacey. That man is just gets better and better and better with age. It's amazing how this guy's repertoire is. I know. I'm going to tweet Kevin Spacey after this. Kevin, you are the man. You are the man. You are the man. You are the man. (laughs) But he's going to probably ban me on on his Twitter. Try not to stalk him, Persis, yeah? Some of the viewers would probably have thought, yeah, this is definitely a series that would deserve a couple of Emmy nominations but to get like 14. nine on its first run I read that it was 14 nominations oh, well what, however and how many nominations it got for it to actually get that much nominations that much. on its yeah. first run is pretty Correct. impressive it's very impressive because this entire series you can only get it on the web, it's not on cable, it's not on the theatres, nowhere. It's on Netflix and that's the only place that you can actually get the show. Exactly. I think generally a lot of people are now moving towards uh, television rather than movies. So agree, so agree. A lot of the films that are coming out these days that it's just shit. I mean, people hate (laughs) it. People are actually asking for stories, like original stories. Like in a series uh, like House of Cards, which was originally Mm -hmm. aired in the UK in the 90s, is actually being picked up by world-famous directors. Like, David Fincher is one of the executive producers for House of Cards. And you've got directors like him and Joel Schumacher actually directing episodes. Yeah, which is kind of cool because not everybody is just moving to television because, yeah, because people think... don't want to watch crappy films. And I think it's also because television allows people to grow with a character, allows people to see how a character evolves over a period of time and that makes the series and makes the story more deeper and have more meaning but you know what as a producer right um i would prefer to do a movie rather than a uh, TV series simply because I'm thinking, hey, it's just one movie done and dusted. But I think that it's because TV is more challenging in that aspect and I think that's why a lot of filmmakers are now turning towards it because I think they think that it's harder to sustain interest for a viewer over a certain period of time if the character doesn't evolve and it gives them that chance to do that. Which is great for the actor, which is great for the character, which is great for the writer. But yeah. for me personally, as a as a producer, if I'm the producer, man, that's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm a freaking lazy ass producer, okay? I'd rather do one movie and be done with it. But what does this mean for online television, Sharon? This House of Cards is actually original content and a lot of people are actually looking for original content. So uh, I would say people would just move to online TV, which is what we're doing too. <laughs> Even cable TV, they're not actually getting a lot of original content. Really? Reality series? Yeah, reality series. I'm so over reality, okay? Yeah. I think my own life is more interesting than a reality series <laughs> and I'm sitting on my butt all day, people. Yes, our yeah. lives are way more interesting. I have worked on reality series and I I can tell you as a previous reality series producer, right, that a lot of the things that you see on TV is not real. I mean, it's not entirely scripted. That that is for sure. But you've got you've got your format. I mean, you know what's gonna happen from point A to point B. 
stumbled upon this TV series called Siberia. And I only watched it like for like what the first 10 minutes or something and the way it was done right mm -hmm. it sounded like as though the entire thing was completely scripted and it's just shot badly that's all. You see that's exactly why the History Channel's The Bible was such a bad show you know it because awesome. it was done by a reality show producer and it was badly scripted was so and badly bad. shot. <laughs> it was really bad and um, I mean okay we'll talk about that when the second season comes out and if it's just as bad <laughs> I swear I'm moving to the Quran. Okay, and with that <laughs> I'm sorry people, with that, okay, we've come to the end of episode four of, of Tomboy Tirad. And uh if you want to know uh anything more regarding tomboy related issues or stories or features and other content, kindly, kindly go to our website which is www.tomboy-tarts.com. That's www.tomboy-tarts.com. And if you're a social media freak like us, oh, definitely, you can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr and Pinterest and connect with us. Send us your dirty porno pictures, whatever. Your underwear even. Your underwear. Okay, the wet one, of course. We don't want of the dry course. ones. Um, You can type in tomboy dash tarts tomboy.tarts or tomboy tarts we are so messed up we are so messed up on our name sorry but we're gonna change that we swear okay you can connect with us there we are everywhere 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 we would like to say goodbye see you in two weeks and ciao adios adios adios